My name is Linda Laurel, and I'm asking you to have the courage to listen with an open mind to all of our voices, because our voices matter. This episode is brought to you by BMW of West Houston. Hi, this is Robert Ory, the seven-time NBA champ, also known as Big Shot Bob. BMW of West Houston has provided me and my family with the best service and the best experience for years. BMW has been there for me and my family for years, so much so that it has convinced my wife to switch over from a former brand to BMW, and she loves it. BMW has been the car to drive. It is the ultimate driving experience. Oh my goodness, what a treat we have today. Uh, my guest is the one and only Yolanda Adams. Hello there. Hello there, beautiful. Now I have to give you your props. You're just gonna have to let me tell people a, a pretty big rundown of who you are and all you've accomplished, okay? I know your fans already know, but, okay. but maybe they don't know all of it. So here we go, okay? All right, of course, internationally known gospel diva, singer diva, um, 16 stellar awards, seven NAACP Image Awards, five Grammy Awards, five BET Awards, four Dove Awards, one Soul Train Music Award, and a partridge in a pear tree. <laughs> okay, that was good, okay. There's, there's more, there's more. First gospel artist ever to be nominated for a Tony Award for music and writing for the musical SpongeBob SquarePants. Right? My daughter Lindsay's favorite cartoon <laughs> ever. Okay. Oh, wow. And then finally, have sold in the neighborhood of 8 million albums worldwide, had the first daily gospel show to be nationally syndicated on radio. Now your morning show is streaming on TuneIn, yes. correct? Yes, it is. Okay. You have a clothing line, a skincare line, Yolanda Adams, handbags, you're a fitness geek, you work out <laughs> regularly. What, I mean, my goodness, Yolanda. Yes. Can you find something else to do? Uh, well, I'm Taylor's mom. <laughs> you're, so. Taylor, you're Taylor's And you're Taylor's mom. I am and Taylor's and mom. Taylor is now a sophomore at Howard yes. University. Yes. Just had her debutante ball. Proud mama. Mm hmm. And just drop dead gorgeous girl. Yes, she is. Thank you so I'm much. I'm talking about you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Look, remember I she told you I was going to reserve my tears. Right. Now they're like, eh. No, she, she is too, but thank she gets you. it from you, babe. Oh, thank yes. So much. Thank you for agreeing to do this. Come on, anything for you. I tell you that all the time. Oh, you are such a sweetheart. So, you know, I was trying to remember the first time we met. And I, I really don't exactly remember. I know I was, I was on the air. I was anchoring mm -hmm. it at KPRC here in yes. Houston. And I've just covered you for many years, mm -hmm. done many interviews. I do remember when you were um, uh, performing at the Stellar Awards here in yes. Houston years mm -hmm. ago, and you mm -hmm. won a bunch of awards that night. And I remember doing a story on you exactly. and being there for your sound check. Exactly. And so we just kind of go back. And it's been so fun to see your amazing success. Thank you so much. Thank you. How are you? I'm great and it's a pleasure to be here with you and it was Channel 2, uh, our NBC affiliate, mm -hmm. and uh, I was just about to leave teaching 
and I was going on the Jay Leno show, and you guys uh, interviewed me. I oh, remember that was the first time. That was the first time. Okay, now that you say that, and that's way, that's way, way <laughs> back. Way back. <laughs> that's in the way, way back, yeah, the right? Way, way back. Oh my goodness, mm -hmm. you were going on the Jay Leno show. Yes. I Nervous, remember, yeah. scared. Uh, well, that, yeah, I was scared. I'm just going to tell the truth because so, you know, it. It at that point, you don't really think that what you're doing is Jay Leno worthy yeah. until you get there and he's like, oh yeah, I love your music. And you're like, <laughs> and so you, you, you roll with it. Yeah. And so you guys were the first um, uh, crew to interview me about uh, leaving teaching, going into full-time music. And what was that like for you to make that transition? Well, um, it was a little strange at first because I was, uh, I wanted to do what you did. My first degree is in radio TV journalism mm -hmm. and that didn't pan out so I started teaching and I was singing all, I had always been singing through college, high school, all of that. Uh, but I got a chance to sing on the weekends, teach during the week, the best of both worlds, two, three paychecks coming in. I was like, yeah, living it, <laughs> living it. And then it's like, okay, the music is not letting you get back on Mondays. Yeah. And so um, having to leap out on faith, you know, jump out on faith, not just walk by faith. You got to leap yeah. out because now you only have that summer to figure out what you're going to do. And uh, management and everything is all excited and you know, okay, well now it's just me with the load. <laughs> <laughs> but it turned out so good and that's why we're still here today talking about it, singing about it, loving it. What, what are you most excited about that you're doing in your life right now? Oh my gosh. Uh, we are officially working on new music for me. I'm always working on new music for other people. I've done collabs with um, Common. I've done collabs with Israel. I've done collabs with, oh gosh, Donna Lawrence. So many people. Mm -hmm. uh, and also with a young lady who is just phenomenal, Ja'Kalen Carr. But now I am working on music for me, for my people, for uh, you know my, my fan base. and those folks who get a chance to see me every now and then on television. So they're going to be so excited to hear that. I mean, because Thank I, you guys. Yeah, I know, <laughs> I know they're waiting for it. I, I know it's been a while. I know they're waiting for it. Yeah. What's, what is the message that you want to deliver in this next go round of music? You know, I think that my message has always been the same. I've always empowered my listeners. I've always told them that they're greater than their greatest problem and that what they're dealing with right now really is temporary. They have to dig in, find that uh, motivation, find that inkling of faith to keep going because this is not the end. And as you and I were talking prior to actually doing this interview, we both have daughters. And I remember when you were pregnant, you remember when I was pregnant. And so life goes on. It's a continuum of things. And I uh, liken it to the game of golf, which I love so much. Life, just like golf, is a game of correction. 
you're correcting everything. You know, if you're doing the right thing, you're trying to find out how to do it better. Mm -hmm. If you're uh, uh, questioning whether or not you should go into business or, you know, make a deal or whatever, that's another correction, you know. So you, you take yourself through the cycles of learning, relearning, re-educating. You know, you take yourself through cycles of thinking and, um, and thinking harder and uh, stronger about family, friends, those kinds of things. So to me, that's, that's what I do. I empower people to, make, um, to be confident in their decisions, to be confident in their faith, to be confident in their God so that they know that they're not alone. Mm. The whole concept of um, things going in cycles. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I look at that and the, the, the faith part of it that is, you know, when you go through the, the, the valley, when you go through that really deep, deep valley and mm -hmm. the faith is tested, mm -hmm. I feel as though our country is going through that mm -hmm. right now. Yes, yes. That we are in a valley, mm -hmm. to use a metaphor here, mm -hmm. um, that, that is testing us yes. as a people, as a society, mm -hmm. as humanity. Exactly. What direction do we want to go? How, how are you viewing where we are from your perspective um, as someone in the ministry, mm -hmm. someone mm -hmm. uh, who speaks to people about faith. Yes. Where are you on this? Well, uh, I'm always a person of hope. So I'm always hopeful that God is about to do something miraculous on the earth at any time. I always, I, I believe that. I wake up with expectation every morning about my life, about everything. Mm -hmm. So I have to live as though any moment God can change the hearts of people because it says in Psalms and in Proverbs that God has the ability to touch the heart of the king. And so what I believe is that there are a lot of people who have no identity that will follow anything. And because the loudest microphone is on and the loudest Twitter page and Facebook page is on, well, let me follow that because it's the loudest voice. Sometimes you have to combat the loudest voice with silence or peace or both. And so and you have to know when. And you have to know when. Yeah. Because silence is great in and of itself because it gives you the ability to step back, look at the situation, you know, appraise it, and then say, hmm, my response is this. Peace says, even though I have a right to respond to you in the way that would defend what I'm about to say, I choose not to because I know that there has to be peace in my heart before I can even address you as a person. You know, one of the things that <laughs> I was just like, whoa, 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 whoa. You're getting deep, girl. Whoa, well, here's the thing, though. <laughs> yes, yes. At the end of the day, we all have to look at each other as creatures, not creatures, creation mm -hmm. from an almighty 
source that is so much bigger than us. Right. We didn't we didn't make all this ourselves. We didn't right. get here by ourselves. You know, we have what 65 million uh, years of data mm -hmm. that says a plant was here before us, a fish was here before us, that this was there before us. So we know we didn't do that. Right. So I have to look at all people first and foremost as creation of God made in his image and his likeness or as some people say the universe whatever whatever y'all believe that's fine but I'm just saying <laughs> there is something higher than us right. so we have to call look it at what that. you want call right. it whatever you right. need to right the second thing is because you are created with this awesome power learn when to use it learn how, how to, to use, use it and first of all learn that you have it because we are the only entities on this earth with the power of speech knowledge and attainment a parrot a minor bird they can you know mimic but they don't have the knowledge and the experience to use what they're saying they only repeat and so that's why we teach our children to be kind that's why we teach our children to be mindful. Right. How are, what, you, how are you going to use your how knowledge? How are you going to use your knowledge? Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, um, I cannot put my will and what I want on someone else because I become just like them. So what I want to do right now is I want to give uh, one of the most profound uh, sonic uh, presentations to the world. You know, I want to talk about how we come together as opposed to shining more light on the negativity. Yeah. I want to talk about the love that's really deep inside. What are you missing instead of uh, hate is running rampant, blah, 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 blah. I am a, I'm, I'm very careful about the way I use my words. I always have been, even as a child, because I saw the effect that my words had on people. I could make them smile, or I could make them wonder, or I could make them sad. I knew that words carried power. So with this project, that's what I'm hoping, hoping that I will be able to do. With your next? With the next, the project. next project. Right. So that is my assignment to you know, help the world heal that way. Prayer, to me, is very essential when it comes to my life, making sure I'm at peace with myself, making sure that I know myself and I'm connected with my source. So that's another thing that I think will help the world right now. Not just a gathering of people at a stadium, but if that's what you do, congratulations, we're happy for you. <laughs> but mm -hmm. I'm saying, you know, mm -hmm. make sure that when you are in that quiet time, when you're in that meditation time, because I totally believe in prayer and meditation together, mm. not isolated. Mm -hmm. I believe in both of those things together. Uh, when you're in that time, make sure that it's self-reflective first and that you ask for the peace and the joy that would make you an instrument of peace and joy in the world. In the world. Mm -hmm. Oh gosh, there's so much you said there that um, I, I want to pick up on. So okay. when 
Um, when you were a child, you mm -hmm. said you've, you recognized the power of your words. Oh, yeah. Do you remember a particular incident or something that happened that, can you share that? Oh, I, I just, oh my gosh. I, I have one of those memories because I have to remember songs and I have to remember beats and I have to remember all of this. I have, look, I have yeah. about a hundred million songs in my head. I'm so, sure you do. So I do remember incidents also. Okay. Uh, I do remember, um, as a kid, hearing uh, folks say, oh my gosh, you sing so well, you, you, know, you, you articulate so well, and I'm like eight years old. And then, I, then they would say, but your sister is so much prettier than you. And I'm like, what does that have yeah. to do with, with what yeah. I just did? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I saw yeah. firsthand and right. felt. And felt firsthand what that, yeah. what that was like. And I'm like, wow. So even as a kid, I never wanted anyone to feel as though something I said or something that I did made them hurt, made them, made feel them less question than. Mm -hmm. whether they were less than, you know, yeah. and I think, uh, uh, and I don't want to get too political or whatever, because, you know, I voted across the board all my life. Mm -hmm. I've never been a so, one so have I. A, a one yeah, person, you know, one party to. person because mm -hmm. I have friends who are staunch Republicans and that's all they do. I have friends that are staunch Democrats, that's all they do and independents and green parties and all that. Mm -hmm. But I believe that if the person in charge really knew who he was and the power that love carries, we would see a different outcome than some of the things that we've been hearing and seeing uh, as a result of his not feeling adequate enough. That's just my per personal opinion. That which is my is, personal opinion. And I think if- completely valid, and, right. and I think you're speaking for a lot of people who feel that way. Right, and I think if he had gotten the nurturing and the love, we're going back to love. It just seems like that's the reoccurring theme. I think if he had gotten that, when he was younger, that his life would be a whole lot different. Mm. And so the way he responds to people is a lot different because he didn't have that. And although he didn't have that, that's not an excuse. Because there mm. are a lot of people who did not grow up with that. Right. Who are very loving and caring people. Yes who care about other people's, you know, uh, lives, too. It's so interesting. So I just um, uh, just did an interview with Brene Brown. Mm -hmm. Yes. And um, one of the things that she talks about, this very thing, mm -hmm. about how we transmit our pain mm. rather than transforming it. Yes. Oh, yeah. And to put it in her words, and this is this is almost a direct quote, you know, if, if we're going to um, get to the next level of where we really need to be, we got to start working out our shit on each other. Yeah. Oh, trust us. No, trust okay. us. Yeah, I saw I mean, that. We can, yeah, <laughs> yeah, okay. No, it, so like, really, hey. I mean, we, can, we cannot work out mm -hmm. our own pain yes. and project it onto someone else. Yeah and blame them yeah. for something that's going on here yes. that I haven't had the courage mm -hmm. to deal with oh, yeah. first. Yeah. And just the, the pain, so that, that, that cycle just Keeps continues yeah. to repeat itself. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's kind of where we are now. We are blaming yeah. 
each other. And if we can start to look inward, mm -hmm. and as you say, do that self-reflection, do that meditation mm -hmm. as an individual, but then with the greater community as mm -hmm. well, then you start to build that bond. It starts with parents teaching kids how awesome and beautiful they already are. Yep. Not teaching them how to hate, because hate is such a, an, uh, when I tell you an ugly beggar, it is, I mean, it begs for attention. It begs for attention. And uh, you and Brene were, uh, were um, describing and defining uh, borderline narcissism. Mm -hmm. Because narcissism says, I am not the problem you are. Right. You are my problem. I am superior. I'm, uh, you are inferior. I am this, you are that. But there's always this comparison mm -hmm. when in actuality the narcissist wish that they did have the kindness and the love and the support that you have. But they have to make you feel that what you have is less than them because then you'll start doubting yourself and you'll become, you know, a little less loving, a little less kind, a little less whatever. Right. And I'm, I'm praying against all of that. You and me both. <laughs> so going back to the, the eight-year-old Yolanda, yes. when that person made that yes. remark to you, mm -hmm. how did you handle it? Well, as a kid, you always go to your parents and you ask the question, why did this adult say this to me? Mm -hmm. uh, and my father said something really interesting to me that I've lived with for a long, long time. He says, Everyone is not kind, but you have the responsibility to be. That's beautiful. And I'm like, whoa. But she called me, she practically <laughs> called me ugly. And so he was like, no, here's, no, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Everyone is not kind, but it is your responsibility to be kind because you've seen kindness all your life. You've seen love all your life. You've seen acceptance all your life. You've also seen tolerance all your life. And he's, the reason my definition for tolerance is what it is, is because he never allowed us to use the word tolerate. Because I, because, you know, tolerate means yeah. that, you know, yeah. uh, uh, I have yeah. to be with you for right now, but if, yeah, if, I, if I wasn't it. in your presence, yeah. you know, ah. yeah. Yeah. yeah, and so I don't like, I don't like tolerate, tolerant. I like, you know, kind, kindness. I like um, um, the words, you know, incorporated, unity. I like those kinds of words that bring us together. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. But yeah, I did feel that. And then um, at the time, it was, what was it? It wasn't 31 flavors. They didn't have as many. And he took, he took me and got me some ice cream. Really? And that's why butter pecan is my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I love it. So you associate butter pecan with that yes. experience. Yes, I do. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Mm -hmm. So how, how have you taken that, the lessons that you learned from that and um, used those lessons to show up in the world as you do and and I would assume teaching those same lessons to your beautiful daughter I think it's easy to give the world who you are when you do it authentically mm -hmm. 
it's not hard for me to talk to anyone because I was taught that everyone has value. So it's not hard for me to sing to anyone because again, everyone has a heart. Every heart beats the same, you know, it, ha it needs the same blood. It needs, you know, it, 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 there's a rhythm to life. I was always taught that you can help someone's rhythm you know, you can help their life get back in balance, get back on beat. I mean, I, and, and I know it sounds crazy because I'm a music person, but uh, these things were taught to me like that. So in, um, when I am asked to do different um, uh, tributes and stuff like that, I never say no unless it's just like really, really bad or, or schedules are really crazy mm -hmm. because I just believe if there is an open door to do something and be something at that moment, I am required to do and be that because the opportunity has presented itself. I don't believe there are any accidents in the world. I believe, and, and, and I'm, talking, I'm not talking about mishaps like, mm -hmm. you know, car crashes and stuff like mm -hmm. that, mm -hmm. but any accidental things that happen to us, you know, you calling me saying, hey, you. You got, got any time for me to talk to you? That <laughs> yeah. wasn't an accident, yeah. you know? That was, that was purpose. Mm -hmm. And so I believe that same thing happens when I grace a stage or when I speak to young men and women about uh, their self-esteem or when I, you know, when I'm preaching uh, or when I'm at a women's conference talking about uh, being better women. You know, I just believe that those things present themselves because I'm ready. And may I say that it, it, it is one of your greatest gifts. You have so many, but one of them is that you have the ability to show up in the way that is required for whatever the particular circumstance demands. So we were on stage together not too long ago mm -hmm. um, paying tribute to President George H.W. Bush when mm -hmm. he passed away in the city of Houston had a, a beautiful memorial uh, ceremony, celebration of his life, yeah. really. And Yolanda sang beautifully. Um, I was one of the MCs, And, um, you know, just your presence. And whether it's that or whether you're talking to a group of young people or whatever mm -hmm. it is, you have the ability to make that human connection mm -hmm. and to tap into it in a way that um, makes the the, the the circle complete. Thank you so much. It's it's a it's a it's a God given gift. I I know that that is, mm -hmm. and I've had that since I was a kid. I didn't realize what it was until I grew up into it. You know, until I you know transformed into it. I I think we I think we come here with everything we need, but it it's not until it's revealed to us that that's who we are. Mm. I have had the ability to have conversations with little kids as a little kid and then have conversations with adults as a little kid and you know they <laughs> yeah. then they got something from me and I got yeah. something from them yeah and um, I, I think that the more I look back at my life and I look on all look look at all the things that I've been able to do and all the people that I've been in rooms with it it, it still astonishes me that the ability to 
touch someone's heart because most of the time they look at me, oh, she's the nice little gospel lady, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Uh -huh. And then I start talking politics or I start talking sports and stuff like when we find we have more in common yes. than just their love of music. Exactly. And, and exactly. that, and, and I had to start owning that. Because sometimes, you know, it's like, yeah, I don't want to feel well, you know, like I'm... You know, we, we tend to put ourselves and each other in yes. silos. Yes. yes. You know, oh, you're the TV anchor. Oh, mm -hmm. you're the gospel singer. Mm -hmm. Oh, you're this. Well, mm -hmm. you know, you're a, a gospel diva. You're an entrepreneur. Yes. You're a mom. Yes. You're a you know a savvy business. I mean, you're you're so many things, Thank and you. and so am I. Yes. But people have have the tendency mm -hmm. to pigeonhole you and only want you to be what they think you are. Mm -hmm. And and that's the that's the challenge yeah. is to not fall into that trap. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And not not let people put you yeah. in that in that light. And I'm glad you use silos as yeah. a. Uh, as a reference, because some, some people say boxes, but you know, you can push yourself out of a box, but mm -hmm. with a silo, you have to be dipped out, you know. And, and those of you who are farmers and stuff like that, you know what we're talking <laughs> yeah. about. And, and that's yeah. what people do. They yeah. dip out the part of you that they want, mm -hmm. and then they let you sit in your little chair and right. do whatever. And then after that, it's mm -hmm. like, oh, but the rest of you. The rest of you, I'm not quite, yeah, I'm not I'm, quite I'm not ready interested. for. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and they're not, you're, you're right. Yeah. They're the not ready you, for I'm not, it. I'm not quite ready I'm, for I'm, it. I'm not ready for it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just love you. Yeah, I love you too. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, gosh. If there were were one thing that you could leave with the world, just wow. say that, you know, kind of, you're, 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 you exude light and love and positivity, and we need all of that in just, you know, tremendous, abundant ways right now. Ex yeah. So what's what can you say to, to help lift us up? Man, I, I need two more hours. I'm sorry. Yes. Or, or oh, better no, yet, no, what no, can you sing to well, help lift well, us up? Well, the first thing that I would say would be be honest. Mm. Because I think in honesty, once we operate in honesty, the hurt that's on the inside of us first gets the light shed on it. And so whatever you put a, a, a light on, even if you like, like if all of the lights uh, cut off and it was just dark period, the smallest of light, a match stick, uh, or you know, a, a match would light up the whole room. Do that to yourself. Give yourself permission to shine a light on the things that have hurt you, that you question about yourself, that make you feel uncomfortable, or that you haven't really forgiven. A lot of times people have not forgiven themselves for something that other people have done to them. Oh, so crazy. How crazy How is, crazy is that? that? It's so true. But I'm guilty. Yeah. So yeah. I, that's how I can talk about it, you yeah. know? Forgive yourself for getting in that ruddy relationship that you knew wasn't good anyway. Forgive yourself for not running your six miles. Forgive yourself for whatever. And then shine the light on the beauty that's you. Because that's what light does. It not only gives you light to guide you, but it also illuminates the pathway so that you have a clear, 
uh, a clear cut and, a, and, and how, well, what word do I want? I, w I want to use a really nice big word for your audience, but you know, just a clear cut path to keep yeah. doing what you do because yeah. we need you. We need every positive person. We need every positive bone, every positive uh, vibe in your body, mm -hmm. especially right now yeah. with almost 8 billion people in the world. All we need is a hundred million people to just start shining light. Just start shining light. And then, since, you know, I'm here with you and I love you so much. <laughs> what the world needs now is love, sweet love. It's the only thing that there's just too little love. What the world needs now is love, sweet love. No, not just for some, but for everyone. And then you'll have to listen to the album to uh, get the rest of it. <laughs> <laughs> you are amazing. I love you so I much. You. Thank you, Yolanda. Oh, thank, thank you, you, Linda. Thank you so much. And thank you all for watching and listening and for giving our guests permission to speak and sing. Yes, yes, <laughs> And yes. for listening with an open mind. We'll yes. see you next time. I'm a firm believer that if we can find a way to better understand each other's experiences, we can find a way to accept and respect each other for who we are, even when we don't agree. That's the ultimate goal of this podcast. So with that in mind, what do you want the world to know about your story? How might your story, your truth, provide an important perspective to help bridge our divides? If you'd like to share your story with us for a chance to be featured on the podcast, all you have to do is go to our website, ourvoicesmatterpodcast.com, and click on What's Your Story. We can't wait to hear from you because your voice matters. Thanks again to our sponsor, BMW of West Houston. There's a special offer for members of the Our Voices Matter podcast community. Just click the link in the show notes, bmwwest.com.